Hi all, this is RV Empath and this is the podcast RVE for the HSP. Welcome. It is August 16th, 2021 and how are you doing? It's been kind of a frustrating week I think and we're heading into another one. (laughs) So I hope you're doing okay. Let's do a quick recap astrologically and then I'll talk about the week ahead and then we will do a guidance card portion to finish up the podcast. So let's see, it's the 16th. Um, so let's go back to like around the 8th of August. What was going on? We had that new moon in Leo, right? It was that whole like Lion's Gate portal thing. You know, I probably should know a little more about that. If you feel so called, Google it because there is a lot of great information out there. It ultimately, I think, has to do with empowerment (laughs) and it has to do with opening up um, opportunities for ourselves. And there's nothing wrong with that. So uh, new moon is a time to plant intentions of what you would like to see grow during the next moon cycle. So Leo is very uh, courageous, confident, generous, loyal, fun, social, um, very proud. It's a good feeling to be proud of oneself. I mean, to have a healthy pride is awesome. And that is what we're all about here at RVE, living a best life. So we had an opposition between Venus and Uranus retrograde as well. Oppositions can be kind of stressful. Um, Opposition between Mercury and Jupiter retrograde. Mercury moved into Virgo and that's all about work and health and daily routines. Venus was trying Pluto retrograde so that's pretty cool. That is opportunity for healing and transforming uh, shadow side stuff, fears, anxieties, anything related to control and uh, empowerment. In including manipulation too. So there was an opportunity for healing when it comes to that. And remember Pluto is still in Capricorn, which is all about long-term goals, who we are in the world, overcoming obstacles, um, work ethic, relationship to authority. And Venus is in Virgo. Venus is love, harmony, social graces, our values, relationships. And again, Virgo is about work and health and daily routines. So make sure that it really supports who you want to be, your best self. We all have to, we all have to design our day to give ourselves what we need in terms of optimal health, right? 
at least working towards it <laughs> somehow. So, um, blah -de blah blah blah, and then some inconjuncts. Remember, there were a lot of inconjuncts. Well, we are heading into another week f full of them, and they're otherwise known as quincunxes, and they're they can be frustrating because the energies of the signs don't match up. Um, so it's like everything is kind of like it's all rubbing each other the wrong way. But the, the key to them is to find some sort of compromise or getting the energies to work together somehow. So, you know, that's basically life, right? Life! Do, do, do. So we get a little bit more of that this week. Let's see, the 16th. Let's just jump right in, shall we? Venus moved into Libra. Yay! That is super cool because Venus rules Libra. Venus also rules Taurus. Now Libra is about relationships. It's about one-on-one -on -one relationships, partnerships. It is also about balance. So think about that life area or that, those qualities in your life. And the fact that Venus is there, it's a really good opportunity for healing and harmony. Venus is a beautiful energy, so work it. All right, there was also a quincunx today between Mercury and Saturn retrograde. Hmm, maybe that's why I'm so tired. So Saturn is the grind, hard work. Again, overcoming obstacles. I mean, Saturn rules Capricorn, so. Um, who we are in the world, Mercury's the, our minds, how we communicate, what we learn. Mercury is in Venus or Virgo sorry <laughs> so Virgo's really emphasized there are quite a few planets in Virgo right now and uh, yeah so it's really a good time to focus on how we're structuring our days and remember Virgo's also being of service so it's really good to be able to give and receive and and volunteer or give of ourselves with some sort of kindness and compassion. So remember, we can only do that if we've given enough of it to ourselves. We can only give away what we have enough of. So love yourself. Love yourself as much as you need to in order to have it overflow. So what else is going on? The 17th uh, quincunx in conjunct between the sun and Pluto retrograde. <coughs> the sun still in Leo. Um, Pluto retrograde, as I mentioned before, still in Capricorn. So um, that could be stressful energies between our egos and our personal goals, new beginnings, and stuff related to endings and beginnings. Uh, power, control, 
Pluto's all about like sex, death, and taxes, as they say. I mean, it's like kind of muck and yucky kind of stuff. It's related to that, certainly. I mean, Pluto's a hardcore planet <laughs> where we can really be triggered with our inner muck. So, if you're triggered, work on it. Remember, every day, work on ways to be and stay calm and balanced. Always, always, always important. Uh, so then we have like a semi-square between Jupiter retrograde and Chiron retrograde on the 18th. You get all these, there's a lot of retrograde stuff every single day as I'm looking at it. <laughs> well, not every single day, but like the 16th, Saturn retrograde, 17th, Pluto retrograde, 18th, Chiron retrograde. Ooh, isn't that interesting? Um, so healing, healing, and more healing, and hard work thrown in on top of it, and a whole bunch of inconjuncts, which uh, can be kind of frustrating. So, here we are at the 18th, semi-square between Jupiter and Chiron. Um, not too worried about that because as, as you know, Jupiter is the great benefic, very benevolent, good luck planet. So what I really want to focus on are the other two aspects to Chiron retrograde. One is with Mars, which is in... Virgo, and the other is with Mercury, which is in Virgo, and Chiron is in Aries, has been in Aries for a while, will continue to be so for a while yet. Now, Chiron is about healing our anger and rage and inner wounds. Whew, there's a lot of inner work this next week. So nurture yourself. You know, I have to say, I've been, I, I got to admit, I've been having a hard time of it. <laughs> Some of the energies can give, it can be exhausting, really. So take time out. Really, it's important to be mature enough to understand that we are getting through it. Give ourselves enough time to rest sleep, drink water, that kind of stuff. Super important. Eat as healthy as possible, even though it's not, you know, we're not perfect. So do what you can to get through. <laughs> Sometimes it's just a matter of getting through as best we can. And just knowing that the energies are going to lighten up. <laughs> they are. Um, I'm feeling better just saying it. No, really, I just wanted to say that if I, I want you to know you're not alone, if you are struggling, if life has been seemingly harder than perhaps usual, which makes me crack up just saying that. But anyway, it's okay. You are okay. We are okay. It's going to be okay. But certainly focus on the good. Look for the good. 
because you have to see it to receive it. Connect with God, universal energy, source spirit. God being shorthand for good. And um, ground everything in, within the highest good for all. Including yourself. Because you're part of all. So that is a good start. Ho'oponopono, energy work, etc., etc., etc. Being highly sensitive, remember it's important to kind of like be conscious of how we feel at any given time. Take time also to clear out overwhelming thoughts in the mind and, um, you know, clear our minds and do calming de-stressing things every day. Perhaps I haven't been doing that enough. I did I did uh, tell myself I, I was planning on meditating like in a committed way at least a little bit every day and I don't think I've done that. Not really. I've missed a few days. I mean I said I was going to do it like two or three days ago and I did it once and then I didn't. <laughs> so I'm recommitting to taking some time to clear my mind and meditate every day. There you go. I feel better. Do something like that for yourself. Okay. Um, so the 18th, we have all, we ha- it's a day of Chiron. I'm telling you, if you don't know about Chiron, look it up. Um, we have an in conjunct with Mars and with Mercury. So it's about passion, aggression, Mercury is our mind, how we communicate, but there is opportunity for healing. Absolutely. It's in Aries. Mars rules Aries. So, um, and you know what? Uh, Mercury's in Virgo, and I think it rules Virgo. Mercury rules Gemini, and I think Virgo, if I'm not mistaken. My goodness gracious, I should know that. But anyway, so there's, it's, it's, it's pretty strong day is what I'm trying to get at. Um, there's potential there. Work it. Also on the 18th, Mercury is conjunct Mars. I'm just seeing that now. So, wow. Wow, wow, wowee. Um, Good things can happen, but it's up to us certainly to like steer it that way. So the 19th, the sun is opposite Jupiter retrograde, sun in Leo, Jupiter in Aquarius. Oppositions are typically kind of stressful because it's a push-pull sort of energy, but it's the sun and it's Jupiter again, so whatever. And then on the um, 19th, Uranus is going retrograde and that can be felt pretty powerfully, uh, you know, a couple days before that exactly happens. So that's happening in the sign of Taurus. And again, it's on the 19th. Hmm. All right. Okay. Well, Uranus is the great awakener planet of unexpected change and epiphanies. That's going retrograde. So how you doing? 
Um, that's an inner experience. Taurus has to do with how we make our money, our values, our morals, natural skills, or natural talents and learned skills, rather. So um, I'm not sure how long it's going to be retrograde. Let's see. I'm on the, my laptop's open. Might as well look it up. And for that matter, let's see um, if Mercury rules Virgo. Uh, yes, it does. Yay. So let's see what the Uranus retrograde is and when it ends. Uh, ends on January 18th, 2022. Hmm. Okay, so uh, through the end of the year. 2022. I'm just seeing that date and I really like that because it's 222. <laughs> it's very appealing to me. It looks good. I predict it will be a, a good year. So <laughs> we all need a little something to look forward to, right? Hope. Hope springs eternal. All right, let's see what we got going on. So read more about it. And, um, moving on August 20th we have a, a there's a trine action happening which is really good on the 20th and the 22nd looks like a big day the 20th is Mercury trine Uranus retrograde uh, recently retrograde might I add Mercury is in Virgo again Uranus is in Taurus and then there aren't any exact aspects between the planets until the 22nd, where Mars is trying Uranus retrograde. Remember that Mars and Mercury conjunction was just uh, a couple of days earlier. So that's still pretty powerful. So that feels powerful. Plus, on the 22nd is when we have that second a uh, full moon in Aquarius in a row. We had a the first full moon in Aquarius in July and now this is the second one. It's on the in the 29th degree of Aquarius. So that's a pretty powerful full moon. I also recommend reading up about that. And on the 22nd, so I'm telling you, the 22nd, it looks like the 18th and the 22nd are pretty big days. Also, the sun moves into Virgo. Um, so what day is the 22nd? That is next Sunday. And on the 23rd, we have a trine between Venus and Saturn retrograde. Venus in Libra. Saturn in Aquarius. Aquarius is all about innovative ideas, humanitarianism, a certain kind of rebelliousness. Very creative, it can be. Yay! So, we end the week with some pretty powerful energies happening. That's those trines going on with newly retrograde Uranus and that second full moon in Aquarius. 
the Sun moving into Virgo and then a trine between Venus and Saturn retrograde Woohoo! and uh, we will talk more about that next week so good luck <laughs> you can do it I'm proud of you with that I'm gonna move to guidance cards I use the Osho Zen tarot and I'm gonna ground the cards in energy for the highest good for all most benevolent outcome for all I encourage you to take this time to clear your mind and uh, do some conscious breathing and I will be back shortly. Thank you. All right, I'm back. So as I was shuffling, I saw the Hermit and the Queen of Cups. So that's pretty cool. Hermit going within, finding answers within. Queen of Cups, receptivity, receiving. Um, that particular Queen of Cups in this deck features a lotus flower blooming out top of uh, this figure Ooh. Um, and so like the root of the lotus flower is like going up through the spine so it's all about like it has this kundalini Im imagery and chakras and healing and, and blooming it's very cool alright let's get to it a big chunk fell out woohoo it's pretty cool after this I may have to wrap up the reading because it's like six or seven cards or something. Six cards. All right, let's get to it. First one, Mind. This is the Page of Swords. This is a very intense card in the Osho Zen deck. It features that um, wooden, wooden-bodied, like, being with... Um, a head filled with mechanical gears and there's smokestacks coming out the top um, this it's it's very hard to look at actually I mean it just looks agonizing right it depicts <sighs> being tortured by inner thoughts so clear it's important to always clear our minds really really be conscious of what we're thinking and how we're thinking and because that's everything that's really important um, a lot of people don't realize how important that is because we don't see the world as it is we see the world as we are on the inner so let's see what else is is back here there's some good cards I can already see um, but focus on getting calm and balanced and clear in the mind certainly over this next week or you know always now how to do that well the next card is page of pentacles adventure and 
This card features a child walking through the forest into like this rainbow healing spectrum light. It's beautiful. So it's important to let the inner child play, have fun, look for some kind of adventure for yourself because um, it's, we never stop playing. I mean, it's important, it's important to never stop playing. And I've heard in different, um, um, different readers that I watch on YouTube that playing, like having fun right now, particularly, is very, very important. So have fun. Do it. <laughs> the next card is Trust. Knight of Cups. It features someone taking a leap of faith. It, you know, what's interesting is that and the card, the next card too, is features a child as well. And this figure taking the leap of faith kind of reminds me of, I mean, it, it can be an older child. It can also be like a young adult, but it reminds me of like an older version of, of this, this first child walking into the rainbow light in the forest. So remember subconscious work, right? You know, I'm, I'm a huge proponent of that heal the inner child within, heal the subconscious. But this is saying trust, take a leap of faith. So adventure and trust is beautiful. Now, the third card, which also features a child, is the five of pentacles, the outsider. Um, this child is at a gate and the gate appears to be locked and chained and padlocked, but the lock is not fully closed. So it can be removed and the chains can be unwound and the child can go through the gate to what? rainbow color healing spectrum. I mean, the three of these cards together, beautiful colors. I mean, I love it. I love it. And they're all two, they're all facing away into the light, into the color. Um, one is walking into it. One is falling into it. And the third one wants to go, but doesn't realize quite yet that they can, that they can release themselves from, you know, feeling imprisoned or what have you, push open the gate and, and get there. It's, it's wonderful. These are very, very similar cards. I mean, like with, with the, the child facing away toward this rainbow spectrum. Now, the next card is five of cups. We, these are two fives in a row. Um, fives are intense, difficult energies that we want to shift. Five of Pentacles is scarcity, uh, lack. It can be financial hardship. It can be a, a health issue. So it is hard to, um, it is, can be challenging, but there are resources in the traditional tarot. Remember it features to people who are down and out outside of a church. Um, they can go into the church though. There's resources there. So it's a reminder 
that that there is a way there's always a way through and out of these types of energies that is five of pentacles five of cups is about um, grieving things that have been lost to us um, in the traditional tarot it features someone who's grieving three of their cups have been spilt but there are two full cups to the side that they're not seeing just just like this child on the five of pentacles is not seeing to the side that the padlock can be can be taken off of the gate so remember to focus on what you're focusing on uh, now this five of cups in the Osho Zen is titled clinging to the past it features someone holding a giant concrete block of memories and other things. Memories, there's voices talking, you know, etc. They don't see the huge ace of cups behind them. They don't see the blessing, the blessings that are there because they, they're too occupied with this big heavy block. So make sure that you let go what is necessary like forgive do ho'oponopono work to make peace with the past all right the next card is the hermit aloneness so that is finding answers within shining our inner lights connecting with our inner lights and we may not be able to see very hard, far ahead because the hermit, both on this card and in the traditional tarot, um, you know, the hermit has a lantern and a light, but traditionally can't see very far. <laughs> and the point is, you don't really need to see very far, just enough to take one or two steps ahead. And this is about connecting not only within, but with divine energy, God, universal energy, and um, really strengthening that relationship to our higher selves and um, intuition. All right, now the mic drop moment of everything is the final card here is the sun, innocence. The sun is the happiest card in the whole deck and it features a monk with a praying mantis on his hand, little buddy, he's hanging out in a beautiful garden with purple and pink flowers and there's white healing light everywhere. It is gorgeous. So again, we start off with this mind card, which is page of swords. And I always read it with the Osho Zen meaning um, primarily because it's just so, it's, it's so strong <laughs> with this figure on the card. Um, and then, okay, so page of swords, it can be 
a communication of some sort having to do with the mind as well, like learning something new. And it can be about researching or watching that kind of thing as well, like observing things around you. Um, but focus on what you're focusing on. Next card. Page of Pentacles. So that is what you want to focus on because it's adventure. Remember? Have an adventure. Play. Knight of Cups. Trust. Knight of Cups is also someone may come forward with some kind of offer or some kind of love commitment. I mean, Knight of Cups is very romantic as well in the traditional tarot. Um, but again, this is about having a leap of faith. Five of Pentacles, the outsider. Push through the gate <laughs> and free yourself from the scarcity and, and the, um, the lack and the fear. Look for the resources. Ask for help and then look for it. Um, five of Cups clinging to the past. Heal and let go of whatever is holding you back. Hermit, aloneness. Make sure you are taking time to be by yourself and to go within. Super important. Connect to your higher self, your inner child, God, universal energy. Because there's the sun. Innocence. The ultimate innocence. Um, a happy, healthy, whole. Mic drop moment. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Let me see something. Yeah, I think that's it. That's very interesting. This is the first time like just a chunk of cards has fallen out. And that's the whole reading. Usually it goes um, quite a bit. So uh, let me check something. Yeah. That is it. Um, so... Okay, bottom of the deck, we have Knight of Swords fighting. So this is the kind of energy you want to avoid, okay? And Queen of Swords, under that, morality, Queen of Swords is very, um, very logical, very badass, knows what to cut out, knows what she wants, what she doesn't want. Um, but this is definitely putting the emotions on ice uh, when it comes to our minds let's not get sucked away with emotions be very logical because after that is nine of pentacles ripeness this is abundance this is prosperity this is independence i mean that's a great going from the five of pentacles to the nine of pentacles is really nice and the next card ace of cups going with the flow. Ace of Cups is another mic drop moment. Rainbows and unicorns. This features a relaxed figure in water-like energy uh, kicking back with their arm behind their head. I mean they're really truly relaxed. Going with the flow. So um, do what you can to feel that way because it's a very lovely way to feel. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening, for tuning in, and um, stay tuned for more. And it's going to be okay. 
it's <laughs> I hope I hope you know that if nothing else I want you to take that with you all right okay good so as always I send you love and peace and wish you to be safe and well thanks so much Mwah.